Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Art of Being You with your host, Dr. Nancy Haynes. Guys, today I have an amazing co-host with me to talk about today's topic, which I think it would be really great for all the listeners to get the male perspective and also the female perspective, um, just to get an idea of what the other side thinks. So with me today, I have my husband, um, Mr. Matthew Haynes, and I'll let him introduce himself and say a little hello. And then we're going to jump into the episode, which is roles in relationships. Hello, um, my dear wife. Thank you for inviting me onto your podcast. And uh, yeah, looking forward to doing this. All right. So getting started on why we wanted to dedicate um, I, why I'm saying we because we're both here. But the reason I wanted to dedicate the next 10 episodes on um, relationships and different uh, topics in regards to relationships is because of the importance that it has um, with your own confidence in being in relationships. And so one of the things that I wanted to bring in is the roles in relationships, which is, I think, a big challenge uh, for a lot of people when they get into a relationship is what role it's almost this like automatic question of what role do I take? Like which role do I fulfill? I am the provider. I am the independent woman. I am the protector. You know, like there's all these titles that we end up taking on, which most of the time we end up just taking it. And then that's our, like our identity in the relationship and we we don't tend to think that we can always change that like we take it we own it and then we run with it and then that's when we start facing challenges when it no longer serves us right what do you think yeah i think it depends what you come into the relationship with what type of baggage what type of uh, story and internal dialogue that you have and oftentimes that can cause and create uh, issues or alternatively it can also create successes but um, for example if you come into a relationship as you just use the example an independent woman um, and therefore you don't like to take help or assistance from your male counterpart and he might have the identity uh, of being the provider or the protector or whatever that may be in his uh, story that he has to uh, fulfill that role. Um, very stereotypical here. Um, then there's a clash because you as an independent woman don't want to allow him to fulfill that role. And then he, he feels a bit redundant because he doesn't know uh, what he should do in the relationship where he sits or stands or how he adds value maybe he feels uh and we're we're kind of talking about ourselves here a bit but um maybe he feels that he adds his value from being a provider but you're very you know you may have a history of being very independent so you don't need that from a man so it it um yeah i think it depends where you come into the relationship and what boundaries you have and and how you um how that plays out 
And I think the key to all of it is uh, communication. Yes. And you made you made a few good points, which is the baggage that you come with. And so it is because if you had previous experiences where, let's say, the other person was not the provider and you were always the one having to step up, you then take on that role that, okay, so like, for example, myself, I, Nancy, in a relationship will be independent and I will not rely on the other person. You know what I mean? So like that was a challenge that I faced in previous relationships. And so then I like made like some vow or like some commitment in my subconscious that said, I cannot rely on anybody else. So I will become an independent woman that does not need any help or support from another man. So, and I'm talking about, yes, we are talking about ourselves and we're going to share that story in just a second. I think one of the biggest reasons is, and you said the key thing is communication, and which is why we got to this podcast and all these next 10 episodes and bringing the two, um, the two insights together um, so that men are not thinking like, well, what about the men? You know, they, but they have the same pressures. I feel like you guys have the same pressures too um, with titles that you bring on. And I, you know, we don't realize it until like later on. Um, but yes, like that was one example for me. Like I took on the role of being that independent woman. And so I carried that role forever. And then when I moved out here to Dubai, uh, I couldn't necessarily fulfill that role anymore. And so my self-worth and my value in the relationship started going downhill and I think you made the right word it's the fulfillment that you feel in it that you're not you don't feel fulfilled because for so long you've been the independent woman that you don't even know how to accept the help you know from somebody else and I think that was a big challenge for me to even recognize that somebody does want to help and that you you can bring value into the relationship but you just got to find a different role that you will be fulfilling. So uh, question then is, <clears throat> when did you attach that identity to yourself? That You know what? From past relationships, I think a lot of us, um, you know, we when we start dating, we start almost playing with the idea of who am I? Like you alone, you know who you are. But then when you step into a relationship, that is the next question is who am I in this relationship? So that's a whole new identity that comes into play. And what we start doing is, for example, myself, you start like resembling like your mother. So what role did she take in her relationship? You know, at home with mom and dad. And so you start realizing if you're self-aware that a lot of the things that you do or that you become in a relationship is from the relationship that you saw your parents have. Um, so I can say like, yes, my mom was is to this day very independent in the relationship. And so seeing that from such a young age and now, you know, then starting into the dating world and really trying to understand that men are different every single man is different some has you know they have different labels they have a you know different role that they themselves in their own past are uh, familiar with and so i didn't think about that i was only thinking about 
you know, my, my mom and the role that I played and the role that she plays. And, and mind you guys, this is all like subconscious behavior. This isn't like you, it's so conscious that you're like, oh my gosh, yes, this is why I do that. That came years later, which I realized, and I still do it. I don't think that ever goes away. But the whole point of it is that you are aware of it and then you can make the change. Like, you know, you, you, you do that, but then you can still make that change. Yeah. So I am out of my experience in our relationship has uh, certainly been the need to communicate through certain instances where we um, don't necessarily understand where an issue is coming from. But it has come, boiled down to our previous experiences before any first relationship. As you say, it's more to do with um, the experiences that have been layered over time. So whether that's the example of your parents and how they've behaved and how they've taken on uh, certain roles, or maybe your actual relationship with your parents, not the example they provide. Uh, maybe maybe it's an extension of how you were with your parents. So um, if you you wanted to be independent from them, you brought that into the relationship. Um, can you share a little bit about, I think for for the men, your role that you took on like you took on the role of the provider and the protector did you feel any pressure like at points when you were like oh my gosh like what am I doing yeah so um I think if we start right at the beginning uh I met Nancy in Los Angeles and I was on um holiday with a group of friends uh, that was in May 2016. Um, fast forward to um, the following year, we'd had five international dates um, and I visited her hometown where her parents had moved to from LA um, in Idaho. Now, on that trip, I had an experience with your dad where... Uh, he pulled me to one side. I, I was due to go shopping with, with you and your mum. And uh, he told me I was no longer going on that shopping trip. And I was going to uh, go for a drive with him. And, um, you know, he spoke to me about what you meant to him as his daughter and how he saw family and what his beliefs and views were. And it it, uh, it sat with me. I could resonate. I understood how protective he was of you and what he was looking to me uh, as a man to do to take care of his, his daughter. Um, and I think from that second on, it uh, being together took on a, a, a different um, task or a different experience, um, which... Has, I've actually had to grow out of almost because then you moved here and I felt extreme pressure. Um, you'd given up everything. You'd, you'd given up your life in LA and you'd moved to Dubai for, for, for me, but for our relationship. Um, and one, I had his voice in my ear that, you know, I wanted to look after his daughter. Two, I was very aware that, you know, what you'd given up to move uh, and so I felt, one, I had to protect you in a new country um, with new experiences. And two, I had to provide for you um, and until, you know, you got up onto your own two feet and 
started your business and, and everything else that followed. So that role uh, was daunting. There was a lot of pressure and uh, it, it did feel overwhelming at times. You were the first, um, you know, girl I'd, I'd ever lived with, for example. <laughs> um, so there, there was a lot of new things. And um, yeah, there was there was pressure that came with that. I do think, though, um, for a lot of relationships, they may have never even had a conversation about this because we were able to have a conversation about it. But it was because of the challenge that was presented to us, which in my mind was I'm an independent woman. No matter where I've moved and lived, I've provided for myself. I can do anything on my own through the ups and downs. I'm there for me. That was like, you know, like the program that's in my mind. And then having stepped into the relationship and kind of needing to rely on you and, uh, you know, this new experience, it was it was like an internal battle for me because my identity was being questioned, like my identity was being challenged. And I didn't even realize what was happening because that inner battle was just it didn't feel good. And and it was like, what is it like what I couldn't put my finger on it to say, oh, that's what it is like. It had nothing to do with that. And it was until, you know, years later of just having little conversations here and there, but then realizing like, oh, my gosh, I did this to myself. Like I created this persona, this identity, this role of I will always be independent in a relationship. And it was it wasn't serving me anymore. And that's the part that, uh, you know, then I had to make the choice of do I keep doing this and continue fighting and, you know, have the possibility of having a failed relationship or do I let this go and choose from another role? Um, and that's a, that I think that's the beauty in relationships is that you can choose what role you want to take for the given time, because right now. As you know, as a husband, you will be the provider right now. And maybe next year, what if I have to be the provider? And, you know, like being able to take that role off, putting it on, you know, t like labeling. It's the labels that, you know, sometimes can limit us, um, you know, for example, myself from accepting help. So from accepting help from you, from, uh, you know, when you were like, oh, you have to be careful when you go here, call me, message me. Like I wanted to scream and shout like I'm a grown woman, like I'm not a little girl. And it was that fighter in me that was like, I need to prove him like I need to prove it to him that I am independent. I can do whatever I want, how I want. And it was this consistent fight within me of why am I doing this? And so that I think for me um, that I didn't realize that in a relationship you can take on different roles. Um yeah, while you were you were wanting to prove to me that you could do whatever you wanted to do, I had your dad's voice in my ear, you know, saying look after her. So I wasn't necessarily trying to um, uh, be over oppressive or, you know, worry about you all the time. But I did feel a sense of responsibility that I had to check in because if something went wrong, um, you know, say you were in a car accident or what something something happened out of your control, the first question maybe someone would he might ask me someone else is like what happened, and if I didn't know because we hadn't been in touch, 
I would have felt like I hadn't been doing my job, as it were, or I hadn't been doing the, the fulfilling my role. Um, so that's the, but the, the, we didn't know that until we had one or two arguments. When you resisted me, you didn't want to inform me where you were. You were like, leave me alone, you know, I'm an adult. And I had to open up and say, I understand that, but I'm coming it from this angle, whereby I am thinking of you, but I'm also thinking of this responsibility I've taken on to be your partner, which comes with the family aspect and also thinking of them. So, um, it, yeah, we were coming from different positions, but equally you, you describe uh, the, the feeling around wanting to be independent and people providing and other things. Uh, a big part of that is the ego like you've stood on your own two feet for a long long time you've earned great money you've had great successes um to then look to someone else to support you it wasn't part of your plan um and sometimes you have to check your ego at the door and understand that just for now it you might have to adjust until you know the future changes things and for me i had to leave my ego because you know I had insecurities I had and it was all driven by not being able to fulfill what my ego thought I should fulfill um, and I learned that if I listened to that side of the conversation in my head too much I just annoyed you uh, because I was overly worrying I was overly complicating things um, and at the stage where we just had to have very clear and honest and uh, quite vulnerable conversations to get to where we are today which is in I would say like a, a really good place uh, and that is a, a mixture of the roles of the ego of the baggage you bring into a relationship you kind of have to unpick it all and then decide what serves you what doesn't what you're going to leave behind and and what's worth uh, carrying forward it reminded me what you're saying right now is um, when it like hit me was I was attending um, a, a a like a conference here and they had different speakers um wealth speakers uh, motivational speakers and like all these people and they brought in um grant cardone's wife what is he i can't remember he's he's a big timer kind of like in the tony robbins section right entrepreneur i believe okay so he's like big time and but his wife came on first and she was sharing a story about how she was in LA and you know she her career was going and she said to that she said it to herself like I will never allow a man to get in like you know in the middle of my career and you know he asked her out many times and she said absolutely not now fast forward the story is they're married now and guess what she had to give up her career and in the moment of now her being, and I'm saying this in quotes, just the wife, um, she realized that her role needed to shift in that moment in time for their relationship. And he was the breadwinner at that time. He was the one that was trying to work with, you know, whatever it took. And she had to be the emotional support for him. So her role shifted completely and she had to like make peace with that and be okay with it and be that emotional support for him. 
until he got like into a place where now then she could do whatever she wanted. And that's the part that when she said it, I just felt like goosebumps all over my body because it confirmed that I'm not the only one, number one, and two, what it was that I was feeling. I'm like, oh my gosh, this woman is going through the same thing where in that moment in time, it could be a year, it could be two years, or it could be a couple of months where you your role has to shift and become that emotional support or that um, another role and that your husband or your wife, that they will have to then switch as well, um, which I never knew that before. I've always seen couples in the same role and I had no idea up until that time, which I think it gave it made things a little bit more flexible and like easier where I'm like, you know what? It's okay that right now I'm taking on a different role um, and it's okay because I can always change that later on. This is not set in stone and I can, you know, move into a different one um, when the time permits. Yeah, and I think uh, that relates back to the internal pressures you put on yourself though as well because um, I met you and found you extremely inspiring um, sometimes daunting you had, you had so much more uh self-confidence than i did um and that that uh that in itself was was sometimes daunting to me but i learned very quickly that i couldn't let my insecurities try and dull you down so you would suit me and make me feel okay i had to leave my insecurities uh, or manage them um to even be with you and and the the thing about roles if i viewed myself as the provider or the protector whatever um you had a different view of what a relationship looked like so we were learning at all times um but when you say you had that like aha moment um that realization um these roles that we put ourselves in are obviously um somewhat outdated in that we live in a modern society uh, where some people yeah, you do view sometimes the man as the provider, the, the, the woman as the homemaker or whatever you want to say. But equally with uh, the power of social media, uh, the new modern world, you have uh, Kamala Harris, who's just become the first female vice president. There's examples now all over the world where um, you don't fit in these round holes anymore. You know, the, the peg in the round hole, you, you can do whatever you want. And I think the, um, maybe sounded a bit patronizing, but um, the, the point I'm trying to make is I, th I feel the pressure came from yourself because there was no judgment on my side of things. I'd met you and you were uh, successful with your own business in LA. Uh, in my mind, there was no way that you weren't going to move to Dubai and do exactly the same thing and have your own business and have uh, huge success. Um, obviously, in the adaptation, moving into a new country, uh, a whole different system and way of working, uh, there, you know, there were struggles and uh, all the rest of it. And your identity came into question, but never from me, because I always, you know, I, I thought you were going to go on to be a superstar in whatever you did. And that was my view of you um, and still is. But you you questioned yourself and then the roles came into play and uh, 
whether I was going to be the provider and you were going to be at home and things like that. And, you know, you have in Dubai, they're called the um, Jumeirah Janes, which are the, the housewives that kind of, uh, I guess, just go for coffee and, and all the rest of it and are happy to do so while their um, husbands work. Again, another stereotype. Um, and I think you were trying to figure out what your life was going to look like out here. And that that was, you know, and that caused that caused tensions between us at times, and we had to uh, we had to talk it through and, and figure out what we how we saw the relationship. Yes, so he is right in a lot of different things. The internal dialogues that we have um, that really we end up bringing that pressure into ourselves, fulfillment, and so much uh, that we've just tapped on a little bit, um, but. As we're finishing up this episode, I'm going to ask you to give the audience um, some tips. Share one tip that you would share um, with people that are in relationships or people that are thinking about getting into relationships and to know something ahead of time. What would you share with them in regards to the roles in the relationships? Uh, Self-awareness is key. If you don't have any self-awareness, you're um, already going to face problems. I think you have to have an awareness of uh, your feelings, your insecurities, your hang-ups, um, and how you, are, you know, are you willing to deal with them? If you're not willing to deal with them, you, you know, you, you, you face struggle straight away because if you don't align with your partner, um, but you're not willing to deal with your insecurities and, and, and have a self-awareness of what they may be, you won't be able to communicate in a manner to resolve the issues. Um, and then those issues will always be, well, they, they, you know, they potentially will always be there and it doesn't give a sound foundation for the, uh, the relationship to build upon. That's a great tip. And to end it, my advice for anybody who's in a relationship already or who's thinking about getting into one is that level of fulfillment is going to be it's going to change so that that's the source is going to change as you are in a relationship um, and as you as a couple are growing because there's so many challenges that come along the way so as far as roles know that you can change the roles that you are in the roles are only temporary and you know like you mentioned with social media with so much going on right now um, choosing what you want to do who you want to be you know that's in that's in your hands and in whatever you want to do and we're all going to be facing those challenges um, and you might be going through that right now where your role in a relationship is not what you're used to or it has changed so drastically and, you know, you're feeling a little bit down um, and you're just trying to understand what's going on. And it might be that that sense of fulfillment that comes from those roles that you put on yourself, uh, that they're not, they're not getting fulfilled. And, they're, and so having a look at what roles do I usually take in a relationship, looking from the past, is that the role that I had with my parents? Is that the role that I saw in my parents? And really analyzing at the end of the day, what works for you and me? Because at the end of the day, it's you and me in this relationship. And we will be going through phases, different phases. And it's keeping that communication um, consistent 
that when those changes are coming, that both people know what's going on. Um, So thank you for joining me on this episode. And just to let you guys know, uh, he's going to be joining me in the next uh, nine episodes. So we'll have 10 episodes um, for relationships which I think you guys will get uh, the chance to, you know, hear both perspectives, which I thought was fair. Um, And then, you know, we'll get to see you guys uh, in the next episode, which I'm not going to give out the uh, topic yet, but you'll be hearing from us soon. So if you like the tips, if you like anything on uh, the podcast, please make sure you share it with your friends and you review us on the Apple podcast um, icon. So anything else? Oh, thank you for having me. Awesome. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.